don't attribute to malice what can adequately be explained by neglect. Welcome to Stock Stories, Episode 40. Welcome to Stock Stories. I am your host, Alex. I'm your stock storyteller today. And that was a summation of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a mental model. Before we get to that, thanks for joining me today. And if you're new here, Stock Stories is a podcast dedicated to helping you, the individual investor, make better investing decisions. And we do that primarily through case studies of companies as well as mental models. And so case studies of companies, we go through the S&P 500. We've been going through the beverage industry lately. We've got another one coming up for you next week. And we also talk about mental models, which are thought experiments to help us frame problems in a better way. Because oftentimes, it's not just the nuts and bolts of looking at real-world examples that helps, but also the underlying philosophy that we can then apply to different situations. So our job as investors and as thinkers in general is to use as many tools in our tool belt as possible so that we can solve problems as efficiently and as effectively as we can. So we want to use our brain's potential, and mental models are a way to do that. So let's get into the next one. This is Hanlon's Razor. So Hanlon's Razor is attributed to a man named Robert J. Hanlon, and he's a relatively unknown person who submitted this aphorism that became Hamlin's Razor to a compilation of jokes book uh, on Murphy's Law back in 1980. And Hamlin's Razor goes like this. Don't attribute to malice what can adequately be explained by neglect. Simply put, Not everything bad that happens is because someone is out to get you or something is out to get you. Sometimes bad outcomes happen in life and in investing just because accidents happen, right? Things happen in the universe. Things happen in the world. You and I make mistakes every single day because we're human. And the outcomes that are a result of those actions or inactions aren't necessarily because of malintent. And so this idea has been around for a while. Um, Multiple famous people throughout history have said something like this or written something about this. One of them is Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, uh, the famous German statesman, and he wrote something similar. And the quote is also attributed to Napoleon. So this idea has been around and basically... 
don't assume that something is out to get you. Sometimes the simplest answer is just that someone forgot to do something right or someone neglected to mitigate a certain risk. And here are some numerous examples. And this is very applicable mental model because it's just so easy to see in everyday life. Like if you're in a traffic jam on the road and that's a bad outcome, right? You want to get to your destination as quickly as possible. Well, it might not be because someone was trying to hold everyone up. It's probably due to a careless driver up front or maybe there was an unfortunate accident because someone was texting while driving or something. Things can happen that are negative um, that weren't necessarily intended to be negative. Another example is say that you're in a relationship with someone and you said something that hurt your partner's feelings and you weren't trying to be insensitive. It was really just an honest, honest mistake due to maybe a lack of intentionality in your speech or maybe you were just coming from the wrong place and your partner just says, oh my gosh, like that was so insensitive that hurt my feelings. They might assume that you were meaning to hurt their feelings, but in reality you weren't, you were just talking. And this happens all the time. Uh, so that's an example from human relationships and just the real world, like the traffic jam example. In investing, I like to think about Hamlin's razor in the context of companies failing. So there are companies that have failed in the past due to mismanagement, being dishonest, people cooking the books, accounting scandals, you name it. And these are things that really do happen. We talked a few weeks ago about waste management and how back in the day they cooked the books for billions of dollars worth of earnings and it was really hurtful to shareholders at the time. So this can have a material impact on our portfolios and on how successful we're able to compound wealth. But this isn't always the case. A lot of times companies just fail because management isn't that good. And also because industries change. The world is in a constant state of change and a constant state of flux. Inputs and outputs are always changing and businesses just become irrelevant over time. They dissolve. They give way to competitors. This is the natural state of capitalism and it's the natural state of business just like it's the natural state in, say, the animal world and in different ecosystems where you have different hierarchies of, of, of species that live in a tension, natural tension of harmony and disharmony with one another. The same thing happens with businesses. A competitor might come up and swallow up the market leader by inventing some revolutionary new technology, and they may hold the throne for a while, and then someone else will come and try to knock them off their throne, and then they'll form a duopoly or something like that. But basically what I'm saying is that a lot of times companies fail just because it's the natural state of business affairs. Not everyone is going to win, and not everyone is going to produce a profit. And so when I look at the examples of businesses that have failed in the past or are really struggling, I can count a lot more examples of businesses that have failed due to neglect and a failure to evolve or say a lack of liquidity, which is a management oversight, than I can count businesses that failed due to intentional 
mismanagement and malintent. For example, you have your Enron, you have Arthur Anderson, you have WorldCom. Those are a few businesses where there was something shady going on and it was intentional. And it came out later that this was in fact the case. However, contrast this to the multitude of businesses that have failed for other reasons. Like think of Radio Shack. Radio Shack was one of the the biggest retailers at one point in time because electronics was booming. But they started losing market share to Best Buy, to Walmart, and e-commerce as well. So Radio Shack is basically dead now. They filed for bankruptcy, I think, a couple of years ago. You also have Sears. I was in a Sears the other day, and it's probably, frankly, the last time I'll ever go into a Sears because they're closing the stores. It was a, a going out of business uh, sale right now. So Sears is gone, and that's not due to malintent. That's just due to market shifts and management not adapting to e-commerce quickly enough. Sears is a company that was built on the innovation of the catalog, which allowed it to be a market leader for decades and decades, Um, which Sears is another interesting case study because shareholders actually uh, still made money, but that's a different story for another day. But uh, there are other examples of companies. Wachovia failed due to a lack of liquidity. Lehman Brothers, uh, the financial crisis, all of the risky loans that they took on. Toys R Us, not adapting to e-commerce quickly enough. All sorts of things like that. And so what I'm getting at is most businesses tend to fail not because of malintent, but they fail because of other reasons. And this is just something to keep in mind as an investor. So um, that's all I got for you today. That is the mental model of Hanlon's Razor. Again, I think it's pretty applicable just to life in general and looking at investment opportunities when you're trying to mitigate risks. Keep in mind that management is not always out to get you. Actually, I have another point on this that I just thought of. This can be looked at from the other perspective perspective in your portfolio as well. So if we're trying to look for businesses that will stand the test of time, then it might be wise to invest in businesses that could withstand poor management and still survive. Say the company has other assets like a really strong brand name, a really good distribution system. Think about Coca-Cola that we talked about last week. That's one such company where management could probably be really bad for a few years and the business would still survive because it has other assets. Now, the probability of a business failing due to bad management, as we just mentioned, is much greater than its probability of uh, failing due to intentional uh, misdealings. So it would be wise to kind of cut out that higher probability case by not investing in as much in companies that require excellent management to be successful. So think about, here's another example. Think about a financial firm. A financial firm probably needs better management to be successful than Coca-Cola does, just generally speaking. Because in a financial firm, I mean, there are so many different things at play. Like you're basically exchanging paper and ideas and numbers and digits on a screen and you can make that triple leveraged inverse derivative call option 
that if you want, you know, and you can you can risk it all and and destroy your entire equity in a single day if you really wanted to. But if you're Coca-Cola, people have inherently trusted the brands that Coke has created over a century plus. And so if you want to dismantle Coca-Cola as say the CEO, then you could do it for sure, but it would take longer than it probably would if you wanted to intentionally dismantle a financial firm. So just some thoughts on that as far as looking at Hanlon's razor from the other side, like, okay, what's most likely to happen based on negligence or foolishness? And then how can I invert that to look at potential opportunities where, you know, even if there is um, situations of foolishness, I can guard against that. So how can I, how can I protect against that? Not just look for the situations where um, companies can run into that, but look for companies that are inherently protected against those kinds of failures. So yeah, just some thoughts on Halen's razor today. Um, that's all I got for you today now. And we'll get back with the companies next week. information presented here on stock stories is for informational educational and entertainment purposes only you and you alone are responsible for your investment and financial decisions please consult an appropriate tax legal or financial advisor that can analyze your specific situation in the context of your goals and circumstances